Welcome to You Are Not For Everyone. This is Jackie Henderson. I am a licensed mental health counselor with a specialty in somatic and holistic practices. On this podcast, we normalize talking about important mental health topics such as depression, anxiety, grieving, trauma, personality disorder, and much more. Thank you for joining me today and let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we're talking about saying no. And it's an incredible phenomenon in our culture that so many people have a really hard time saying no. They overcommit themselves, they overbook themselves, they say yes when they can't do something and then there's frustration and resentment and anger. Or they ignore the situation altogether and hope that it just goes away. And they ghost their friends when invited because they don't know how to say no. They don't know how to stand up for themselves. So today I want you to know that it's okay to say no if you don't want to do something. It's okay to say no if you're already overscheduled. It's okay to say no if you don't have the time. It's okay to say no if you feel forced to say yes. It's okay to say no if something doesn't make you happy. It's okay to say no if you'd rather just sit home and relax. It's okay to say no. So why is it so hard for us to say no? Many times this comes from childhood. We were taught to be polite. We were taught to be nice to other people, help other people, do whatever we can to help others. And saying no to our caregivers, saying no to our teachers was not really allowed. We weren't able to speak up for ourselves and say what we wanted as children. And so we learn how to please everybody else. So are you a people pleaser? Is it important for you to have everyone like you? Is it important for you to feel like You are needed and necessary by others. So there's a people-pleasing piece and there's also a codependent piece that goes along with the inability to say no. If you were traumatized as a child and you've had experiences in your life of abuse and overwhelm and, and neglect, there's a trauma response called fawning. As a result of fawning, what you might have done as a child is try to please the person hurting you, try to please the person who's abusing you. And you do this in a way where you are very agreeable. You do whatever needs to be done in order to survive. So you please your abuser to make peace, to keep calm, to keep yourself safe. It's actually a very, very important defense mechanism as a child. But unfortunately, as we move into adulthood, this defense mechanism that saved us as a child and protected us as a child is no longer serving us. So people who fawn and please their abusers or please those people who were cruel and neglectful to you or bullying you, these are what happens to them as adults quite often. They become people-pleasing. They become codependent. They have a hard time standing up for themselves and saying no. They lack boundaries. They let everybody else make the decisions. They avoid conflict, and they're highly concerned with fitting in. So many times we don't say no because we want people to include us next time. If we say no and stand up for ourselves, there's a chance that we might not ever get invited again. 
We also don't want to say no because we don't want people to be mad at us. We don't want to cause a conflict. So we say yes, even when we don't want to do something or we're not able to do something, we try to squeeze everything in. We let other people make the decisions, even if it goes against what we want to do and it really violates our values, it violates our nature, it's uncomfortable. We'll still let others make the decisions because we want to be well-liked and accepted. We lack boundaries. And I did do a podcast a few episodes back about creating boundaries, and it's really important that you start practicing your boundaries. You can say no, and it is okay. And you can even change your mind. So if you said yes at one point, and you don't want to do it, you can change your mind and say no before you do it, so you don't have to. It's really hard for people who can't say no to stand up for themselves. It's hard to really take a stand and value yourself. So there's a value piece, a self-value piece that goes along with this. Why are other people more important than you? Why is it important to please them and make them happy over your own happiness? And this will align with codependence because people who are codependent believe that they are responsible for other people's happiness. And to the point where they forsake their own happiness just to make other people happy. So they'll say yes when they can't do something, when they're too busy, when they're exhausted, when it's something they don't even like. And it's just uncomfortable for them to say no. So how can you practice saying no? Well, here are some nice ways to say no. Sounds nice, but I am not available. I am honored that you asked me, but I cannot make it. I'm sorry, but I can't help you at this time. Unfortunately, it's not a good time. I am not available at the moment, maybe next time. Unfortunately, this is not something I can do right now. I really appreciate you asking me, but I can't commit to that right now. Sorry, but I cannot make it. Maybe another time. Thanks for thinking of me, but I can't. No thanks. And notice that these responses, nice ways to say no, don't involve an explanation. And that's another sort of trauma response or a people-pleasing response is we want to explain ourselves to others so they understand and they still like us. They'll still invite us again. They won't be mad at us. So we tend to over-explain why we can't do something. And in all honesty, you don't need to do that. You don't need to explain why you can't make it. You don't need to explain what you're doing instead of doing what they want you to do. There's no reason to explain. I know for myself, if it's acquaintances and they ask me to do something and I'm not able to do it or I just don't want to do it, I really need to rest, I will say, thanks so much for inviting me, but I'm not going to be able to make it. Period. There's a period at the end of that sentence. There's no explanation necessary. And usually people who are mature, emotionally mature people, will understand and respect your boundary. So when I'm dealing with family and friends, close friends, I may tell them the reason why I can't make it. I may tell them that I need to rest. I may tell them that I have other plans and I'll tell them what the plans are. 
I may just do that because I'm closer to them and they know more about my life. But that even for that, it's not necessary. When you say no, no is a complete sentence and you don't have to explain yourself. And I know for me as a trainer, as a person who creates events and people come up to me and tell me they can't make something, it's not as important to know the reason why. It's just really nice to have someone acknowledge that they appreciate the invite, but they're not able to make it. And this is the flip side of saying yes to everything when you don't want to, is not saying no at all and just avoiding the person. And that's a whole other ball of wax. Like why do people get invited places and they don't even respond? They don't even acknowledge the invitation. They avoid you and they don't even respond in a positive or a negative way. That's a whole other phenomenon of people. And why do you think people do that? So let's examine your own behavior. Let's do both scenarios. If you're a person who always says yes and can't say no, why? Where in your life did you learn this? What is it that you believe that if you say no to someone that uh, something might bad might happen, that they may not like you? Where did that lesson come from? Where did you learn that? And is that still serving you? And as a grown-up person, your time is valuable. Your energy is valuable. You want to use your time and energy wisely. And you can't do it all. You can't do it all. So you have to be selective with your time and selective with your energy. So it's time to start practicing saying no. So even if this is something you've never done before, you feel really uncomfortable, you've been a caregiver your whole life, a people pleaser your whole life, and saying no just really feels icky and unnatural, the more you do it, the better you get at it. So you need to start practicing it. Next time someone asks you to do something and you're unable to or you just don't want to, use one of these nice ways to say no. I appreciate the invite, but I'm not going to be able to make it. And yes, it's going to feel uncomfortable just leaving the period at the end of the sentence and not explaining yourself. But you practice this. And the more you practice it, what you're going to find is you take your power back. You take your life back. You are in control. You start picking and choosing what you want to do and with whom, and you have power over your life. And you'll realize the people that you're worried about pleasing they might not have been that great of friends anyway. If you have to please people to keep them in your life, they're probably not the best friends to have anyway. People who understand you and know you and accept you when you're tired and accept you when you're overbooked and you can't make it, those are your true friends. And it's important to know that you are valuable and true friends will value your boundaries and value your time and respect your no. So what about the other side of this? Are you a person who gets invited places but doesn't answer and doesn't respond? And you will avoid that person until the event passes and then pretend you never got the invite and just move on as if it never happened. Where did that come from in your life? Where in your life did you learn that you don't want to say no 
So you just avoid the person. You avoid people. You avoid confrontation. Maybe it's the discomfort of confrontation. Maybe you fear the person again, same thing, fearing people might not like you if you say no. But how do you think the person feels that invited you and you just ignored them? It might be avoidant for you in your comfort zone and you're hoping everyone forgets that you were invited and you just move on. But the person who does the inviting will not forget eventually they're not going to invite you anymore. And that confrontation that you are afraid of is going to go away because no one's going to invite you if you keep ignoring the invites. So why do you do that? What makes you feel like you can't say no, respect and honor the invitation and just say you can't make it? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with saying, I appreciate being invited but I'm not going to make it this time, maybe next time. Keep it short, keep it sweet, keep it polite, and keep it respectful. It's just respectful to answer people. And it's also respectful to not waste people's time. If you don't want to do something, don't overwhelm yourself to do something. People want other people around them who are happy and enjoying their time. So if you're invited and you know you're not going to be that, then it's best to say no. And that's okay. We are grown-ups. Hopefully we're emotionally mature. Hopefully we understand that not everyone can do everything. We honor and respect people's boundaries. We allow people to make choices on their own that's best for them. We practice independence and not codependence. We know people are responsible for their own happiness, and I'm responsible for my own happiness. I can't rely on you always showing up for me to make me happy. I want you to show up for me because you want to be there, because you are excited and enjoy the opportunity to do something fun, and you wholeheartedly want to be present. It's also important to just respect someone's invitation to you. You don't have to avoid them. That's awkward. Children do that. We're not children anymore. You might have done that when you were younger, but now you have a voice and it's time to practice using that voice. So I always use the metaphor of working out because that's another part of my work, but you don't get stronger by ignoring the gym and ignoring your workout schedule. You get stronger by being committed to it, by following through on it, by acknowledging the need for it, and then following through on actually doing the workout. So saying no is exactly the same thing. It's mental workout. It's an emotional workout. It's practice. So being able to say no in a way that is polite and respectful and short and sweet and acknowledge people. Acknowledge people when they invite you somewhere. Respect and appreciate the invitation and you can respectfully decline with no big explanation. It's okay to say no. You need to take care of yourself, honor your time. You don't wanna overschedule yourself. You don't wanna overbook yourself. You can't do it all. Nobody can do it all. Nobody expects you to do it all, except maybe you expect yourself to be able to do it all, but that's not realistic. 
I'm going to end this the same way I started it. I want you to remember that it's okay to say no if you don't want to do something. It's okay to say no if you're overscheduled already. It's okay to say no if you don't have the time. It's okay to say no if you feel like you're forced to say yes. It's okay to say no if it doesn't make you happy. It's okay to say no if you'd rather just sit home and rest. It's okay to say no just because you don't want to do something to take care of yourself. It's okay to say no. And it's also important to respond. When you're invited somewhere, don't ignore the request and the invitation. Just respectfully decline. That's just good manners. We're adults. It's time to act like adults. It's time to claim your independence and claim your boundaries and your strength, your power. No is a complete sentence. People who appreciate you and respect you will respect your boundaries. And the people who don't are not your friends anyway. So practice saying no. Practice being respectful. Respectfully decline. You deserve to just choose for yourself all that you want to do for your life, not things you feel obligated to do. Choose you. And remember, no is a complete sentence. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please go down into the episode description and click the link support the show and you can buy me a coffee. Another way to support is to write a review or to share the podcast with friends. And great news, my workbook is now available on Amazon. This book aligns with the first 30 episodes of the podcast and provides journaling prompts to help you through self-reflection as you move through your own personal healing journey. Stay well, and I look forward to having you back next time.